I just realized something. <laughs> like Nabi and Pina's name are the opposite of each other. <laughs> oh my god. Hi everyone, I'm Sophia. I'm Michelle, and you're listening to Let's Talk! This is a podcast where we rant about K-dramas because we watch so much of it and have so much to say. If you also like hunting for K-drama discussions, reviews and recaps after every episode, then this is the podcast for you. Hi everyone, welcome back to Let's Talk. This episode is part two of our reviews of an ongoing drama on Netflix called Nevertheless. So today mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about episodes four to six. Yeah. Uh, I think last we left off, we had some positive expectations for the show. Um, there is mm-hmm. a subplot in this drama that we were pretty interested in. Um, so, you know, pre- pretty interested to continue. So now that you've seen the next three episodes, how are you feeling? What what were the things that stood out to you? Let's talk about the second main lead because we, in the last episode, said the second main lead hasn't appeared yet. Ah, and then true. we were anticipating who will be the second main lead and what kind of character he'll be. So we finally have it, our potato boy. That's the easiest way to call him. Also known as Tohyok, a second main lead who got introduced in episode 4. So... A good introduction. I think everyone was quite happy with the way he he was introduced into the show. Like, Mm. all smiling, you know, winning smile. Umbrella, you know, give up his potatoes for her. Has, like, a (laughs) dream job of, like, a chef slash YouTuber. So Mm. he he seemed like the hero that everyone was waiting for after Nabi's toxic relationships. And then the show made it so obvious. Like, the symbolism throughout the entire episode. One of the outstanding symbols that the writers tried to do was the seaweed soup mm. symbolism. So Taeon met her during her birthday and then had some instant soup that he was going to make for her, you know, looking very sweet on the counter and looking at the instructions and all that. But then they ended up getting distracted and then he never actually made the soup and he left her after they made love. <laughs> there was no because love. Became, there was no love. <laughs> okay, after they, after they had sex. Okay. And then he left her right away. And then the writers contrasted that to when Nabi visited Tohyok's shop, his noodle shop. Mm. <clears throat> and then he, on the contrary, made seaweed soup for her from scratch <laughs> and served it to her. So I think that was really heavy-handed, an obvious comparison yeah. of one is just an instant gratification and the other one is, you know, made with love, a lot of respect for the person that's drinking the seaweed soup. So. <laughs> Yeah, the hero that everyone was waiting for has appeared, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know. Still, that scene was also a bit ridiculous though because she went to look for food in the middle of the night. The noodle shop was obviously closed and then she's still like, <laughs> nye, nye, I want to go in. <laughs> and I mean, fine, okay, it's your friend. So he asked her, I can come in and make seaweed soup for you because I know it's your birthday. Then later on, he whipped out a slice of cake out of nowhere. <laughs> In the noodle <laughs> shop. Why does he have a slice of cake there when he's about to close? I don't understand. Yeah, ho. Like, so convenient, right? Yeah. A, a bit too convenient, but... Um. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we get what the writers are trying to do here. We saw it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh, Potato Boy, I thought he was going to give us a second lead syndrome again. Like, mm-hmm. when we had the whole good boy ordeal from startup. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Han Ji Pyeong. Yeah, I thought he was going to be the next Han Ji Pyeong. But I think uh, three episodes down the road, thank goodness, I think no lah. Uh. <laughs> 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 he, he is nowhere near as charismatic as Han Ji Pyeong. Yeah. He had a grand entrance, but then really that was all to it. Like, there's really not much to him aside from the very typical cliche tropes of a second lead like childhood love la, you know perfect gentleman and never forgot her in like 10 years yada 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 but that's all yeah that's, that's really it and always showing up around yeah if Nabi doesn't fall in love with him I can totally understand why <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so bad because now I'm wondering whether that's some purpose in that you know it justifies why Nabi falls or Nabi goes for the passionate and intense love versus the one that's like actually healthy, safe and secure because mm. it's just boring. You know, are we just all Nabis? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was unnecessarily dramatic. <laughs> are we all Nabis? <laughs> I don't know. I like. Oh I would like to think that there's a difference between safe and secure and potato boy. boy. <laughs> like <laughs> I think potato boy. Yes, he's safe and secure, but he's also uh one of the less interesting safe and secure people <laughs> out there. True. You know who's a good and fun and exciting safe and secure person? Oh, it's our baby boy. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Case in point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Vinny Boy, you know, we are we were all sleeping on him and this episode, like episode four onwards, he came back strong with his sleeveless shirts playing tennis and outshining Jay on like hundred times over. <laughs> and on top of that, he knows exactly what he wants with Pina. And you know, it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't make him a boring person. He still has a lot of personality. He's still very interesting. He still dated girls before Pina, but then now he's so sure of what he wants with Pina. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's such a it's such a nice turn that they decided to talk it out and take it to the next level. Even though I did secretly wish that they would have dragged out that part because Kyuhyun moping is a mood. <laughs> <laughs> And it was very soon when he was just like sitting in the art class, you know, just like making his artwork and looking very serious. And then Pina is like watching from a distance. That was quite nice. I wish they dragged that out. Yeah, like make, make Pina want him more for a longer time. <laughs> yeah, but he was so sick when he got up from having a fever in his slippers <laughs> to go and pick Pina out so and sweet. carry her home on, her, on his back. <sighs> yeah. Someone was saying that he needs to be the second lead and Cheon just needs to be nope out of the way. Teddy Boy can be the first lead if we want, and then Kyuhyun can be the second lead. Nah, <laughs> mm, Nabi doesn't deserve Kyuhyun. <laughs> no, as a second lead doesn't doesn't have to be with a female lead lah. But like oh, second okay, lead, okay. as in just in the drama, right, right, he should right. be the second lead, right. and he will have his own story with Pinna. Yeah, true, true. He actually gets more airtime than Dohyeok. Does he? It feels like it. Maybe it's an illusion. <laughs> I think it's cause he catches so much attention and Toyo is so boring that <laughs> it feels like he has more airtime. He has little airtime but yeah. he makes a very impactful yes. presence. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's all we need, man. It's just like soul. 
so little airtime, annoying me. But every time she's there, you notice her. Yeah. But for those episodes four to six really had quite little of her, which is kind of sad. So and G1. Yeah. yeah. That was top disappointment. <sighs> but yeah, Beanie Boy, I feel like Beatna and Beanie Boy are kind of a direct contrast with Jeon and Nabi. Because we also oh. see later on in episode 6, I think, where <laughs> Kyuhyun was feeling a bit upset over Pitna not taking the relationship very seriously and everything. Mm. And so, you know, mm. having fun, not deleting the dating app and all of that. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, he was seeing the same thing happening with Jeon and Nabi and he was telling him he should be more sensitive uh, to her feelings yeah. and all of that. And it was like, yeah, it was very jarring at that point that he realised, oh yeah, they're the complete opposite. Eh? <laughs> yeah. True, true. I think they were trying to draw very clear parallels between the two of them. Like, the relationships are similar, just that the role is swapped. Mm. Oh my god. I just realised something. <laughs> like, Nabi and Pina's name are the opposite of each other. <laughs> oh my god. That's Gasps. true. Now it all makes sense. Pina and Nabi. I'm surprised Beanie Boy is not called Onje. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you gotta be a bit more <laughs> too obvious. subtle than that. <laughs> On J when me okay at least Nabi and Pina has obvious meanings like Pina is is like to shine oh really yeah so I think Pina is like shine shining to shine uh, and then Nabi is like a butterfly so there's meaning to it right oh, On J also got meaning what On oh, yeah. J where <laughs> On J why oh yeah that's true it means when. <laughs> Cheap trails, oh my god, cheap trails. But this is quite an amazing discovery. I wonder if are we the first ones to realize this? <laughs> we can cause a ripple or shock on Reddit. <laughs> Top comment. <laughs> Anything else that stood out for you? Uh that scene that was quite memorable at the end of episode five, when mm. there was a confront mini confrontation between Nabi mm. and Cheon's ex-girlfriend I don't remember her name mm. <clears throat> and I think the ex-girlfriend kind of lied to her and said oh because she, she asked her are you are you guys dating and then she said yeah we are dating yeah. Yeah. and so Navi was obviously feeling very upset about it and so she decided to yeah. clap back and of all things she could have said she said I think you should just leave your hair long and not cut it because he likes doing it with your hair tight <laughs> It was just like, wow, what the fuck moment for me. And as in, what the fuck, as in like, did the writers really write this in? It's kind of like the the same shock mood as when I first saw the Nabi sculpture in episode one. Uh-huh. And also, uh-huh. the there was one episode when Cheon went to her house and said he's there to study human anatomy. <laughs> it's just yeah. like... Pukes. <laughs> it's like these, these moments in the drama make me wake up and like, wait, what? <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, did they really write this in? But yes, yeah. I know a lot of people online were very impressed with Nabi at this scene. They were like, ooh, you know, like, go girl, finally standing up for herself, blah, blah, blah. But I was not at all impressed. Like, sure, it was like slight shock factor, like you said. But 
to me, it's like you're cat fighting over the most useless fuckboy. The most boring fuckboy also. It's like so not worth it being catty over. And it's such an old-fashioned, like it, it's 2021 <laughs> and we still have this scene of like, you know, just useless cat fights over useless boys. It's so old-fashioned, I don't know. I, I wasn't very impressed with it. Mm. And somehow the execution is just one line. It's not even <laughs> exciting. Like, they could have made it more dramatic or at least, like, let it be a bit more funny. Like, yeah. the cream bun scene in mine, for example. Like, at least that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was very impressed. I don't think that Nabi being catty over a boy is anything worth, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand why people would feel victorious for her here. Like, it's mm. supposed to be like, oh, I won up you. It's not even like, oh, you're more capable or whatever. It's like, mm, mm, mm. what's that to be proud about here? So you fucked him and he, he also did the same with like 100 other girls. He yeah, got some exactly. trophy boy, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so easy to get him, please. <laughs> yeah, just text him in the middle of the night. He'll come over already. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so he's like the easiest boy around. <laughs> yeah, so it was a bit unnecessary. Uh, yeah, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling it. It's... Yeah, <sighs> nice try, writers, but Nobby is still a boring AF character. Yeah, her most victorious scene was this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of disappointments, so episode 4 started out well, right? But don't you feel like it just went completely downhill? Yeah. All the way to episode 6, right? Yeah. Like episode 6, I was watching at 1.5x speed. And I still had to skip all of the pining scenes that <laughs> Nabi and, and Jeon were doing. Mm. I even skipped one or two of Potato Boy scenes. Because <laughs> it's just so boring. Yeah. Everything is just so boring. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, and by episode 6, I'm just so sick of Boy showing up to Nabi's personal space wherever she goes. Like, it was throughout 4 to 6, right? I mean, we have Potato Boy showing up in the beginning. Mm. And then we, we had her school project you know, like when she was asking for assistance mm. and then Cheon had to volunteer for that project. I'm like, why? Can you let her keep some separation between her love life and like her other parts of her life? But no. It's like the boys have to show up in every single part of her life. So the school project, he showed up and then in her vacation, the <laughs> boy happened to be there as well and then Cheon showed up. I'm like, my goodness, this girl cannot be alone <laughs> at all. It's like, is she so boring that she cannot carry the show by herself? <laughs> like with her personality or with her whatever she's doing in her life? Everything has to be linked to her, the boys in her life. It's just so... It's lame. Yeah. I feel I'm so unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And she also just accepts it. Like they show up and she's just like, Huh? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes I can imagine her, her face when you say that. <laughs> Exactly. Like her exact eyes, you know, like a bit cowering, looking up, like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so JL randomly showed up at her hometown when she, you know, didn't manage to spend her birthday with her mother. Then she wanted to go back. Yeah. He, he, was, he just was at the train platform. And then and they ended up just spending the birthday. Why was he there in the first place? That's her hometown, eh? That's true. And then, and like, opposite the train station is so cliche. Yeah, where was he going? And then what, wherever he was going became unimportant because he just like decided to spend a day with Nabi and Nabi was just like, huh? Exactly. She, she never even asked, why are you here? What were you doing? No questions yeah. asked. She's just like, oh, I managed to have company for my birthday. It's a good thing, so... 
great. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, she's actually quite desperate if you think about it. And yeah, I saw another comment as well about how Nabi is actually giving Teo a run for his money as the biggest playboy slash playgirl because she actually has been quite playgirlish in the sense that she started off with her ex, mm. but then she very quickly, after breaking off, developed an interest in Jeon mm. and then quickly moved on to the junior from, from the school mm. and then got rejected, went back to Jeon and then started to try to test the waters with Potato Boy while still pining for Jeon. It's like, and that's in the span of, I think, two seasons, right? You were saying, yeah. they changed the outfits. Yeah, in the span of two seasons, it's like, she's technically also a playgirl, just in a more annoying way. Yeah. Because she's just desperate for attention. She laps up the first attention that's given to her by any boy. Yeah. And it's interesting because they made her very shy and very insecure. So it made us think that she's innocent. But she's actually quite desperate for attention. In the same way, Jeon is desperate for girls' physical affections. And she actually told Do Hyuk when he asked her, do you have anyone you like right now? She said no. Mm. What a big fat lie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, maybe she was trying to lie to herself, but still. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, I yeah. almost forgot about the junior from the previous episode. So we checked that. <laughs> I almost forgot about him already, but... Come to think of it, actually, it was I was quite satisfied <laughs> and amused when I saw him with another girl, and then she was like, "What? I thought you were after me." And then she left. I was like, "Ha ha!" <laughs> I was so mean. Ha ha! <laughs> yeah, that that was mm, maybe one of the more satisfying scenes in this drama. <laughs> and actually, um. Another disappointing thing was when Tohyok told Nabi that he saw her at the museum last winter. That was mm. the time when she was still together with the terrible ex and he was visiting mm. the exhibi- she was visiting the exhibition. I, I, I mm. got excited for a bit. I thought there was going to be some drama here. I thought he was going to say, mm. I saw the sculpture of you. <laughs> <laughs> the erotic sculpture. But it yeah. turned out he actually just saw her person walking out and <laughs> I got quite disappointed. <laughs> so... Yeah, but actually there was a speculation on Reddit that it, it was one Redditor that had this weird hunch that actually both Tohyok and Cheon actually saw the sculpture. So Tohyok, because he was walking away from the museum and actually she was wearing the same clothes when she walked past him. It was the clothes that she wore to see the sculpture mm. in the first episode. Mm. So he might have seen it and then... Um, the theory also follows up with Cheon probably saw it as well because when he first met Nabi at the bar, he was very taken aback that her name was Nabi. So maybe it's like partially because he's a butterfly fanatic, lah, but also could be that he saw the sculpture. Ooh. So yeah, so someone had this hunch and they were saying that it's quite dangerous because Nabi inspiring such an erotic sculpture is inviting dangerous attention in the sense that jerks would feel excited and feel challenged to baiting her as well. Mm. So the comment ended there, but I was thinking like, oh, is this person hinting at the fact that both Cheon and Tohyok could be motivated to pursue her because of the sculpture? Wild theory, wild speculation. Mm. It's an interesting speculation though. I like this speculation. I actually want <laughs> <laughs> I like this. 
<laughs> yeah, because like, I guess, yes, even though So Hyung is her childhood friend and they used to have a crush on each other and things like that. Mm. But so much time has passed and he's, mm. he's also never contacted her and now suddenly, you know, he's so interested. Yeah. Even though it was also a, an, an accident that they bumped into each other on the bus. Mm. But I'm sure, like, you know, it makes you a little bit more excited about getting close again. Mm. And potentially, you know, getting into something with this hot girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this childhood friend who's now a hot girl. Um, mm. Yeah. Do you think that there's something sinister with Tohyok's intentions? Mm. Yeah. Now I'm excited. Well, definitely make it more interesting. Yeah. I feel like I'll be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just seems like a standard, standard good boy, right? Yeah. I, I hope it's not the case, but yeah, maybe. Anything at this point will make him more interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so terrible, the things we're wishing for. <laughs> <laughs> On a more wholesome note, <laughs> maybe maybe if, if we get more of Seoul and Chiwan. Yeah, they had so little screen time. Like, there was a preview of them in the end of episode 5, mm-hmm. where in the restaurant, where they were like very close to each other, and it's so cute. Yeah. I was like, yay! But it was a bait because that, that was literally like two minutes of them in the same restaurant as one of her pursuer. <laughs> and then that's it. And I'm like, is that it? Oh my god. Like, she has such a compelling storyline in the beginning. She had a love rectangle mm. and did that just drop off the face of the earth. Yes, yeah. And also, it, it had so little screen time that I really cannot remember. Like, how did they make up after their arguments? <laughs> it got kind of just glazed over, no? Like, they suddenly just True. made up. After that huge fight. Yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah, and like, they're all chummy again, but I don't think she still... I think she still doesn't know the reason why she decided not to go overseas and why she didn't tell her and, and all that stuff. Like, she didn't get her answers, but they're just hanging up as per normal again. Either there's some conversation that happened in the background, or it's just bad writing, plot hole. Yeah, maybe they cut it out. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Personally, not very excited to continue this. It's kind of boring, especially after episode 6. You said you watched it at 1.5 times speed, right? Well, Mm -hmm. I watched it over two meals. Like, I I watched it while eating over two meals, over two days. I wasn't even compelled to, like, (laughs) continue watching it after I finished eating. Because it was so boring. Um, But I think I'll do it for the sake of our viewers. Take one for the team and yeah. we'll be able to tell our, our not viewers, listeners. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you think you are noodle, noodle boy making noodles with a YouTube channel? Uh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, take one, the, take one for the team and we can come back and let our listeners know whether this was yeah. all worth it or not. Yeah. It's going to take a lot to get us back to wanting to watch the show, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really wish I stopped at Navilera so that I have a good impression of Song Kang. Now I just... <sighs> yeah, actually true. Like, even when I see behind the scenes uh, footage of them, right? And mm. it's not the scene. So he's not Cheon. He's just Song Kang, like, just waiting for mm. the camera to start rolling and stuff. But I was just like, asshole. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I have that, that thought in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, he has such a bad rap now in my mind. 
Yeah, but that means he's good acting. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. Do you think <laughs> so? I mixed feelings. Yeah, I don't know. We talked about him lacking the range of emotions, right? Back at Nabilera. Yeah, I still stand by that. Yeah, it still kind of feels like that, right? Yeah, and I mean, I call him an asshole just because of the script, I guess. Like, what we see and what we're shown and what we're told. Mm. <clears throat> Not really because of him or whatever he's portraying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the writing or his acting. It's just not compelling. But yeah, sadly, we didn't really see what we thought we would see in nevertheless. Yeah, correct. I think uh, speaking of what I would expect to see, I think it's really more of those clickbaity clips that <laughs> that this show has been generating on YouTube for Netflix. <laughs> oh, you mean like the soon type of clips? Yeah, exactly. The the I tell you the video clip titles are last warning, seriously. <laughs> so like there's this one, the seaweed soup scene. Uh the title was yeah. Song Kang gives Han So He birthday kisses on the kitchen countertop. <laughs> and then few million views. And then prior to that it was like Han So He claims Song Kang's lips for herself. And Song Kang finds his way into Han So He's fantasies. This was when like the <laughs> She had a wet dream. <laughs> that yeah, one got yeah. 12 million views. <laughs> oh my god, people are so thirsty. Yeah, I like this. I feel like this this show basically exists for this reason to generate this kind of clips. And then they can get yeah. advertising money from YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Although the, the Swoon has always been quite well known for having really great titles, I think everyone, everyone always comments, like, please give the whoever titled this a pay raise. <laughs> in every one of their videos. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because it's a soon and there's some there's some other channels on YouTube that does this where they clip Korean dramas and then mm. they give it a very atrocious title. Yeah. Like, just very... <laughs> very true. cheeky, very, like, over-the-top titles and then people click on it. Yeah. And, yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, so, probably more of this. Mm. Hopefully we see more of Beanie Boy, Kyuhyun as well, Best Boy. Mm. Yeah, there's uh, comments online as well saying that hopefully Kyuhyun and Bina is an example of what to do. Essentially, they are a healthy relationship, they talk it out. Whereas Cheon and Nabi is an example of what not to do, which is <laughs> relationship full of lies, you know, ignoring each other's calls, not wanting to commit, making a lot of assumptions about each other. Mm. So I really hope it goes down that line as well. And Kyuhyun and Bina is endgame. Yeah, Tia and Abi just, just can forget it. They can drop <laughs> off and this drama and I wouldn't notice the difference. Oh well. I guess that's it for episodes 4 to 6. And now we've just got yeah. to look. I want to Hold say on. look forward, but maybe not so much, but yeah. We have to run. <laughs> We have to hold on. <laughs> hold, hold on as much as we can to finish this. Uh, but uh-huh. it's a good thing that it's a short drama. It's 10 episodes only. So we've just got yeah. four more to go, which we'll probably yeah. cover two in the next episode. Yeah, until then, let us know how you feel about this show if you're feeling the same way as us on Reddit. All right, goodbye. Bye.